What is up, fellow humans and mutants alike? My name is Kyle. I am with Danny. Once again, we are going into X Force, and uh, we're gonna see we're gonna see a little Kid Omega get down on some deaths. He's he's gonna turn into Kenny in this issue. Are you excited for this? I'm just I'm just like, <laughs> diving in. No puns, nothing. I'm just like getting straight to the meat and potatoes. It is. It really it does become Kenny from South Park. He's literally just like, how many weird deaths can I throw into an episode? <laughs> uh, it is a fun one. It is a fun one. Indeed. Very much. Last week, uh, they were um, kind of on the mission, under the uh, underwater mission, right? And uh, he didn't die. He didn't die last week. Kid Omega did not die. He was motivated by, by uh, oh, which one is it again? Phoebe, right? Phoebe, Phoebe. yeah. Phoebe. Well, it was implied that they didn't show him dying, but I feel like in this issue they implied he did die. I assume, like, uh, there's been multiple deaths in between all of this. You mean on the last mission, the underwater mission no. you implied he did? Because didn't yeah, he, like, it, use his giant it, rocket launcher last time and he got out? I don't know if that's what happened, because in this issue they show an image of his head on the beach all fucked up. Oh, you think that's the, uh the aftermath of yeah because that. that's the last it's also the last death that they show him uh, going through before he talks about like trying to avoid dying and he is kind of confused about what happened on the boat too a yeah. little bit so uh yeah yeah that is also a possibility but um um this is done by percy once again we have kasar guru efx um let's talk about this cover and how btc wins wins the cover yeah, hey, he's, <laughs> he's the Waldo of the cover. He sneaks in on the bottom right he's there. He's just hanging out at the bottom, just sneaking in, looking, taking like, a glance. Yeah, peeking up through a manhole, got the fucking manhole cover on his head, just watching all of these members of X-Force throw down with, with some weird unknown force. Right. Yeah. But, I like how Colossus is there, too, like as if they're considering a part of X-Force, but like really he's like, I just want to paint. I just want to paint. <laughs> Even in this issue, I think they mentioned he was just harvesting. He was just, like, doing some farm work in the Savage Lands or something. <laughs> yeah, like, he's an offhanded, like, comment. He's not even proper in the issue. Mm -mm. But what is in this issue is the issue from three issues ago. And that's right there on the cover. It's yes. just floating by. That it's little tiny issue. issue 15. <laughs> so weird. Issue 15, just hanging out. What does that represent? What are we supposed to take away from that? It's a very strange Easter egg, right? Like, I I don't know, I don't know what the the game plan was in putting that there. But I mean, if they want to be self referential and, and kind of meta, then I guess. But I don't know why. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Maybe uh, Ken Omega. No reason. Just a fan of his. I mean, maybe it's a reference to Ken Omega being a fan of himself. And so it's like an X-Force within an X-Force, even though that X-Force issue had nothing to do with Kid Omega. I don't know. I don't know. I'm reading way too much into this. Let's get into this, shall we? <laughs> That's indeed. We start off with multiple deaths. And uh, I want to talk about some of these deaths. We can talk about all these deaths. but uh, yeah, They're all pretty good. They're all pretty good. And uh, it's uh, essentially uh, we get Kid Omega kind of going through... Like, these series of deaths. He literally labels them out. Like, he gets steamrolled, literally steamrolled by mm -hmm. these, like, Mad Max people. He gets blown up. We see a leg kind of uh, flying out. I assume that's, like, from a truck or something. 
Um, he's like in an acid bath, just melting. Was it, That's well, savage. it was a regular bath, but that had a acid-based acid, bath bomb. A bomb in it. So yeah. I imagine he was like, oh, this is a nice warm bath. Let me add this bath bomb, and now I'm losing my chest flesh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, a lot of chest flesh. Oh, yeah. it's messy. Like yeah. his jaw, too. He's like screaming. Once again, it's like, this is what you expect in X-Force and Wolverine. It's the body horror, and that is fucking grade A body horror. It is great. It's savage. I like it. Now, the next one is the one I have, I want to see, like, a one-shot of or something, is the Mech Grizzlies of the Commander Islands. And look at this. Look at this. Oh, man. Oh, this Grizzlies great. Kassara probably had a blast drawing this. It's, It's just... It's something you would see out of, like, a meme or something, but it, it just works so great in this situation. A giant robot bear just fucking up Kid Omega. I now, right it. away, I, I noticed that the uh, design of what the robot bear is wearing is a very much an homage to Wolverine's... Like a Weapon uh, X. Weapon X gear. Yeah. Like the same headgear at the chest piece, but what I just now noticed that I didn't notice before, it's got fucking machine gun mounts. Fucking machine gun mounts on the Wolverine bear. Yeah, on the back. I, ooh, are, that's yeah, what that is. Yeah, okay. yeah, look yeah, at yeah. the muzzle. Yeah, those it's are like machine a, gun muzzles. It's like a Blastoise, yeah. but with bullets. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's a fucking grizzly bear Blastoise. Oh, yes, no. I want that. I want that fucking side issue. Like, I want that one shot. I need to know what happened. <laughs> right. Oh man, go check that out, folks. Go check out this issue if you can. Um, So yeah, and we we continue. He's just lamenting about like all these deaths, right? And he's just all like, "We live in Kokoa now. Uh, Kokoa now offers us new beginnings, and with these new beginnings, uh, you know, he 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 takes advantage of them because he's a part of X Force, and X Force gets priority in the Resurrection Protocol, but." Um, he's kind of sick of it. He's kind of sick of dying, right? He's kind yeah. of over it for the most part. And he's wondering if he's doing it on purpose. Is it subconsciously he is kind of, uh, I guess, making it happen, right? That's kind of the idea. The uh, Yeah, it's like uh, it's like the old um, like, uh, defeatist attitude or like self-sabotage, like people who self-sabotage themselves. Like, exactly. He feels like he's kind of doing it a part of himself. But we're gonna get a few more deaths going through here, and one of them I have a question about is, mm-hmm. what, what's that, that? Was that one with the samurai sword ever shown? No, like that one seems like another throwaway. Because the second one underneath it is the one with the bugs, and that's when they went to that one island, and they were investigating. Oh, okay, and they he got consumed with the bugs. I remember that one, but the right. one underneath where he's just floating out in space, I don't recognize that one, and the one where he shot up either. But, yeah. I mean, the one where he shot up at the bottom just seems like, oh, this is an ambiguous X-Force mission. Yeah, that seems ambiguous. The space one, I'm confused about. Maybe they use Kid Omega to test... I, I have a feeling they made a new portal and they don't know where it went and they just fucking... They fucked with Kid Omega and they're like, hey, can you go check to see where this leads? No, his arrogance, probably. He probably They were oh, all just like, where does this like... portal go? And they're like, stop being cowards. I'll show you where the portal goes. And then he's just in space. And now he's in space and dead. <laughs> he's like, oh, I didn't think about this. Fuck. <laughs> uh. Oh, man. It's, it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, but he's still... Uh, well, he's, we get a lot of deaths, actually. Yeah. Um, he got poisonous flowers from the Church of Humanity. Yeah, he I, I think through that a one. fucking plane turbine. That one's Dude, the most that's, violent. That's vicious. Yeah, just falling through Domino doesn't seem like she's making it out either. 
And Wolverine's having a great time. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking up. He's, he's gonna riding, that He's riding that airplane like down, like no problem. Yeah, he's gonna ride what, that what was, to his death for sure. <laughs> Do you remember that movie where the guy's riding the bomb down yes. and he's like, oh, um, oh gosh, oh, I, it's on I haven't talked about it in so tongue. long. Uh, no, no, uh, not one flew over the cuckoo's nest. That's something different. No, no, no. Um, God damn it! I can't think of it. It's a long name. It has a name, and then it's yeah. like while fly while the bomb. Oh, God. motherfuck. This is gonna piss me off now, but yes, I know what movie you're talking about. That's exactly what Wolverine's doing right now, right? He's riding that bomb, or in this play, in this case, a plane. Yeah, he's riding it's, it down. It's great. Oh, it's gonna bug me. Um, yeah, and Doctor Strange Love. Doctor Strange Love, the good, good, good fucking movie. Good movie. Good fucking yes. movie. Old but classic. No, actually, it holds up. It's very modern, even though it's an old black and white movie. It's modern. Yes. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, but he's uh, talking about... He's still talking over all of these deaths. And he he's talking about how he wants to be reborn. And how we're going to learn that he's actually like doing cosmetic surgery on himself. Yeah. <laughs> slight upgrades. Slight, slight upgrades. I'm not so slight. Some and he, he wants to essentially, you know, do... He's do... He... He wants to do this kind of for Phoebe. She seems to be like this anchor point for him to not want to die, essentially. Right? Yeah, you know, like a lot of people, sometimes like, you know, a good relationship could save them from like a dark point in their life. And it seems like that's what he's leaning on is like this one good thing that he has in this sea of death and darkness that he lives in. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, he's motivated and he says duty calls, right, as he goes out on a mission on his own because everyone's kind of off uh, off the island at the moment doing their own thing. So Kid Omega's here to save the day on his own. And he does this usually cocky thing about it. And he's just like, you know, Wolverine and Domino are basically my sidekicks. Yes. <laughs> As he lands on this cruise ship using a psychic jetpack? A psychic jetpack, yeah. That's Have you ever seen ass. him do that before? No, first time. I that dig it. Awesome. I dig it. I dig it. In I'm practicality, I'm like, that makes sense because he makes psychic, you know, projectiles and rockets. Why not, uh, you know, rocketeer it? You yeah, know, rocketeer a, that Be shit. a psychic rocketeer. That's dope. I like yeah. that use of his powers. It's very fun. I dig it. Uh, so yeah, he la- he superhero lands onto the uh, ship. Oh, he and, totally does. And, <laughs> he totally uh, <laughs> does. God damn it! Now I can't see it. <laughs> and he's uh, he's still talking to himself in his head, kind of cocky, and he's talking about how he's Ugh. just like, "I'm the Omega. I'm the Omega." Which, if you're a uh, Omega level psychic and you read the mind of King Omega, it would just be on repeat. I'm the Omega. I'm the Omega. That's probably that's all that's going through his head. Yeah, he's just like repeating it over and over again. It's like, dude, kid, you need to calm down. And yeah. like, just tell me to calm down. I'm the Omega. Yeah, I'm the Omega, bitch. How <laughs> <laughs> dare you? I, um, I can't be calm. I'm Omega. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh. I'm on all the time. Yeah. Um, but he's looking as he lands. He, he gets up and he looks out to the ship and there's just dead bodies everywhere mm-hmm. in the pool, in the jacuzzi, in both jacuzzi. What hell of a party. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Man, what an orgy. Yeah. <laughs> of death. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he's uh, investigating the ship, right? And um, he picks up a few uh, sparks of life, right, as he's, as he's scouting this ship. And uh, he enters into a 
what is that a room i guess a room yeah it's a room yeah there's a bed some um, sort of like yeah some sort of a hall a room inside yeah, the hall yeah um i've never been on a boat which by the way let's talk about that who go like if you enjoy cruises I, this is just a huge tangent like Mm-hmm. You, 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 what's the, uh, the Bill Burr sketch about, or this, yeah, the, the, the one where he's just like, you know, we wouldn't miss anyone who go, wants to go on a cruise ship. Like, no one, like, people oh, want to go to, yeah. you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, yeah I remember that. Where he's like, fuck them, like, who cares? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I totally get you. Yeah. These are people who want a vacation to no destination. <laughs> well, I, I remember when the the COVID was really popping off, and there was that whole like snafu with like that cruise ship, and then there were other cruises that were about to go on, and people were like complaining about it. And I was just like, "Fuck it, let them go," and then like fucking bar them from coming back until the yeah. next over. I'm okay with that. Uh, they want it so bad they can live their lives on a cruise ship. <laughs> this is your life forward. now. Yeah, you uh, want to have it, <laughs> and that's this little girl's life as she cries. As on the cruise ship. Um, yeah, Kid Omega kind of comes into the room, like, just whipping a psychic magnum at her. Yeah. Just, and she's she's crying, and she's like, please stay away from me. Please don't hurt me. And uh, he tries to calm her down, and that's when... She's he's like, like, I'm the good guy. Yeah, we're don't the good worry. guys. Yeah. And, and that's she's like, when, no, you're not. Yeah, she's freaking out. She's like, you're, you're, you're not the good guys. And, and that's when Ken Omega turns around and he says, but that's impossible. Just like a Japanese character. Like, this is a Jap- <laughs> this is an anime moment right there. Huh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so he looks over and he glances and he sees something that gets, makes him quite disturbed. But what is that, Danny? What is that? Who knows? Because we cut away. We cut away. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Uh, she did say that he's not the good guy, that he's the bad guy. Yes. Implying I, that for some reason this girl thinks Kid Omega is evil. Is he evil? That is the question. We're going to find out. He does have patches of his memory, not where they want to be, where he mm-hmm. wants them to be. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, a thousand deaths of one and one life of Quentin Quire. Every member of X-Force is prepared to lay down their life for Krakoa, even if it means dying over and over and over and over and over again. But practice doesn't make the mental toll easier to bear. That is, unless you can find something worth living for. Mm-hmm. And that is a nice pizza man that's that's what i live for just a just a delicious pepperoni pizza i prefer bacon your like bacon? bacon that's your bacon yeah. bacon's your your crutch your your anchor to life yeah oh no it's on pizza on pizza oh okay yeah. i was just talking I about pepperoni pizza but bacon specifically on pizza i'm just talking about pizza? yeah yeah, I could make my life for a bacon pizza. Bacon definitely. pizza, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just talking about anchors to life. Like, uh, Kid Omega's is uh, Phoebe, mine is pizza. Mine is pizza. You know. I res- much respect. <laughs> Thank I you. I can respect that Thank you. That. Yeah, my love is, uh, it's it's quite vast. I um, love the Zah. The za man, the love for the za. I actually don't like pizza. I don't know why I use that as an example as much. What would I really? I should have said I was tacos. That too, tacos are like, like something. I don't know why I didn't say tacos. 
your default response to things usually is tacos without even even like food being mentioned you you would be like tacos and yeah. i'm like oh yeah well yeah <laughs> that's not what we're talking it's not germane to the discussion but hell yeah tacos, right. <laughs> tacos used to be the answer for everything so i don't know why i didn't go to tacos yeah so replace <laughs> control f and put tacos what in about there. Pizza with tacos on it. I'd try Pizza that. Pizza with ta- oh, this is this. You would try that. I can't. I can't. Some roads I can't go down with you. I watch, but did you ever have the Mexican pizza from uh, Taco Bell before they got rid of it? That I did enjoy. That I actually did enjoy. It worked. It worked. I never had that, and then the second I was like starting to think like maybe I should try that because uh, someone was talking about it to me, and they got rid of it. Like fucked literally, up. like that. That week, I you fucked up. up. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of weird reality shit is this? <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! What a world! What a world! Um, but Beast's logbook, Terra campaign, and uh, this is just kind of a kind of a report, and it comes down to like uh, essentially the this group called the Sapiens, right? And uh, what what Beast is concerned about, and like what it seems to be uh, their best or most greatest greatest concern is like propaganda pretty much and like just negative things being said in the media towards the mutants in general right and also just background uh shadow maneuvers being done against the mutants anti-mutant policies being pushed to Mm -hmm. governments anti-mutant propaganda it's like a real version of the bullshit problem that they were that brisson was trying to like bring up in Mm -hmm. new mutants where they went and fought like some blog organization in that in this they're like it's like an actual like anti-mutant organization that's seated with other anti-mutant organizations Mm -hmm. and governments so it's like a real legitimate issue. Exactly. Yeah. There's like weight to it as well. When you hear them talk about it, you're like, oh, damn, this is like something Beast does have to deal with. And X Force is the perfect response to it being their version of the CIA. Yeah. And I guess uh, it's he suggests that the cruise ship passengers was staged, that it was in proximity to Krakoa. So it makes it look like they were at fault, pretty much. They were implicated in the situation. Yes, because uh, Kid Omega kind of glossed over this a little bit as he was going over there. He said that they, the cruise ship had sent out a distress call saying that they were being attacked by Krakoa because they they feel that they ventured too close to their their waters. And so it's already being built as like some big uh, international crisis. Uh, disinformation spreading fast in this world, just like reality these days. It's oh, yeah. It's, uh, false uh, narratives being spread everywhere, man. Well, news agencies on the regular report on misinformation, and then other news agencies report on that news agency's misinformation. <laughs> and then next thing you know, years go by, and then people still believe that shit. Ah, or it's times. like uh, right now, currently, let's just go currently, like uh, the New York, uh, New York, the White House press correspondents are like doing these like puff pieces and, and that you would read and you'd be like, oh, this is a BuzzFeed piece, right? This is clearly oh, like some type of BuzzFeed piece. No, this is White House correspondents talking about bullshit when there's like serious shit happening. Of course, man. You gotta love the fucking softball questions. Gotta love them. Gotta love them, man. You can't make it easy. Or you can't make it hard for for certain people, I guess. You gotta make the narrative... Uh, yeah, Why hold that leaders accountable? <laughs> I don't know. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Yeah. It uh, is a shit show. 
<laughs> but uh, let's go to the hatchery. And in the hatchery, we get Kid Omega busting out of his egg all naked and whatnot. And uh, so much viscous fluid. Ah, that viscous fluid's just <laughs> everywhere. Spews all over Phoebe's feet, I think, probably in her shoes as she stands there. I wonder if it's sticky her. like orange juice, because it looks mm. like orange juice. I bet you it is probably like. I don't want to. Say, I would say it's not too sticky, honestly. If it's going to be like some type of viscous fluid, like any type yeah. of like fluid that you would uh, like, any type of mat, like think of like LCL or any yeah, of these fake things. I don't yeah, think if you could be breathing it in and out. You, you know, exactly. it has to. It has to. Not, it has to not adhere to everything, or else you just drown. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Phoebe's kind of waiting with his clothes and his glasses. And uh, and uh, she welcomes him back. And uh, the first thing she says is, how did I die this time? And and she's just all like, you know, I don't know about the details, but this is what I do know. And she touches him on the head. And she shows him all of these memories, which, like, it seems like years have passed. Like, seasons at least, right? Like in this like weird uh, memory dump she's doing, um, yes. Because it's like so summer in one part and then winter, so they've it, it's yeah. They're wearing terrible Christmas sweaters and taking uh, fucking selfies. Uh, it's insinuating I mean, a long glad time. They're now. having they're having a good relationship, but uh, I could have done without the selfies. You didn't, yeah. You don't <laughs> you don't like the selfies, man? Come on. You gotta, so you gotta get a selfie here and there. I feel like Kid Omega would think he's too cool for that. Yeah, but it's like, oh, you want to take a picture of? I bet you it's like, oh, a picture of me? Yeah, yeah, on the internet. Yes. Take the image himself though. Would he be like, no, let me do it. I know how to do it better. I bet you he probably is like, wait, wait, wait. Let me make sure my hair. Or is use right. his tele- telekinesis to like float the camera. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's so many things. They're psychics. They could do so much. Uh. Yeah. But um, yeah. So uh, yeah, she's injecting memories of good times. And uh, letting him know that, uh, you know, there's love. He, there's love. He, he has a life to come back to because he's pretty downtrodden about all this death. And he feels like it made yeah. him disconnected. And he has no place in the world because he keeps getting hoisted out of it. But she's trying to ground him by saying, look, look, we built this amazing relationship over time. You have this to come back to. And he's yeah. like, okay. Oh, he's kind of like, uh, he's just like, I need to know. He's just like, yeah, but I need to kind of know. And he's just like, because there's blank spots, and that could be a matter of national security. And he stands yeah. superhero pose when he does that. Yeah, very much. Superman is fuck. <laughs> With suspenders. With suspenders <laughs> and some uh, viscous fluid on his forehead. Just um, a wee bit. Just a wee bit. Um, but then we go into the resurrection report by the five on Quentin Choir, and it's this is great. This is great. This is essentially um, he. What we learn is that over the course of all these deaths that he's that Kid Omega's been doing, we've been getting these adjustments, and we've been hinting at like these kind of adjustments here and there. We see it 
prophesized in the hundred year future events of powers of X, where we have these homunculus type fusion, uh, the chimeras, the chimeras. Yeah. That's what, yeah. yeah. The chimeras. Um, but this is special because kid Omega being a part of X force gives him the special ability to override the five mm-hmm. when it comes to the resurrection protocol protocol calls. So he literally can, game the system because of his position in X-Force and the five are making a big stink out of it right here where they're saying like this is fucking up our schedule we need to put more time into resurrecting him now because of his request and it's like we're getting backed up already like we really need to review what X-Force's privy is on the resurrection protocols please Charles look into this (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he's doing everything he's changed his hair from like Gold or from pink to rose gold, which I think is a better choice. You know, sure. be anything, be rose gold. Why not? He's adjusting his his facial hair. He's adjusting his armpit hair. He got rid of his vision problems, so now his glasses are purely aesthetic. That's yep. it. They're just accessories. And then there's something that's blocked out that he made an adjustment to, and I'm sure it's his penis. It's probably his dick, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, number thirteen on the request of form is uh, a definitely a dick adjustment, <laughs> <laughs> and each one of these has attached graphs and charts to show what he's saying. Oh, I wish we had that uh, chart to see. Yeah, yeah, there should have been another Tickman chart where it's like shows where the quadrants where he doesn't want facial hair, and then like just a blurred out box on his crotch. Like that would have been funny as hell. That would have been great. I would have been down for that. Come on, Hickman. Yes. Like a smaller blurred out box, but then the after photo is a larger blurred out box. <laughs> oh, it's great. Just a longer box. Yeah. yeah. I like <laughs> Oh, man. Come on. Maybe, make a dick check. Maybe we get closer and maybe there's a reason behind that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, this good. is a great infograph. Gotta love a good dick joke. Um yeah. Metro General, New York. Uh, that's where we go next as uh, Phoebe and uh, Quentin kind of walk into this. Uh, what is this? Uh, I guess this is hospital, hospital General Ward? Yeah, General Ward. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and he kind of freezes everyone as they, he just kind of walks in, right? And yeah. this is where the, he's looking for the, I guess, one of the three. Survivors. Yes, which there was only three, I guess, survivors, right? Correct. And apparently each one of these survivors uh, essentially said that they saw the X-Men attacking them. So he goes to investigate one of the survivors. And as he like kind of uh, kind of reads, scans his mind, he sees this kind of uh, skewed semi version of Wolverine, right? A monstrous Wolverine. Monstrous like Wolverine. A, a, a Cronenberg Wolverine. Cro- Ooh, it is kind of Cronenberg. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, he we see even see like claw marks on his on his yeah. uh, chest and uh, Quentin makes note that the claw marks aren't right. They exactly. definitely not. Wolverine. The centimeters are off. Yeah, there's and, no way it could be Wolverine. And the, d- during this time, Wolverine was in Madripoor. You know, sorry, Patches was in Madripoor. Yes, don't forget <laughs> that's his current alias. <laughs> He only has one patch, though. <laughs> what? My patch is. Yeah, it's one patch. Or is he? Wait, is he called Patch? Oh yeah, it is patch. Oh, is right? it just patch? Oh, we call it patches because that just sounds so much. It, just, it does sound. Well, <laughs> yeah. patches here is here to play along. And then they go on to the uh, next uh, 
the next victim. And this victim claimed that Colossus shoved her thumbs in his eye, or, or shoved his thumb, just gouged her eyes out, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, with his thumbs, and it's yeah. like another fucking monstrous, monstrous version of Colossus. Much, with yeah. Cronenberg, and this is when uh, Quentin makes note that he was accounted for because he was doing some farm work in the Savage Lands. He was harvesting, man, the harvest. Yeah. And then they go to the last one, the little girl that he saw, right? Yeah. And this is when she he reads her mind and he sees what looks like a Cronenberg version of him. Yeah, with right. crazy spiky teeth. Crazy spiky and teeth too. and claws. And he's just, he kind of rejects it, right? He's like, no, yeah. I don't get this. I'm going to run away from it type of situation. Well, Phoebe tries to dismiss it as, like, they clearly carry psychic scars. Like, your fingerprints are all over their minds. Like, there's something that fucked with them. Maybe that's why we're they are remembering them with such, like, harsh imagery. But it's it still just confuses Quentin more, where he's like, but it's still, they they picturing X-Horse. Like, how is this possible? This doesn't add up. We're all accounted for. Like, there's no way it could have been us. But then he also doubts himself because he's like, well, it is my psychic signature that is on their minds mm-hmm. before I even touched it. So, and I have all these gaps in my memories. Maybe I did do this. Maybe I did do something wrong. Because once they leave here, they're walking and they're like literally talking about, well, he specifically is lamenting about like, you know what? Maybe I'm not trustworthy or there's something wrong with me that I can't comprehend. But I think I'm dangerous. I think I'm a liability. And she tries to ground it back and say, like, you know what? You're just overreacting. I'm here for you. I understand you. And I'm going to help you get your, essentially, moxie back. Because he's he's pretty much just completely deflated on his ego and his momentum. Which is a good thing, but also a bad thing. Because all of Kid Omega's momentum comes from his ego. If he doesn't believe in himself, then he's like just an emo teenager just sitting there going like, I don't want to go and that's what we're kind of get, getting in this panel. I see it's just like, we got to find the ship. I don't know where my memories are. Where's the ship? What's to do with the ship? You just, and th- that's when Phoebe kind of comes in. And she's like, look, like, and she kind of real talks him too, right? And she's like, I'm here for you. I, I will be here for you because, like, I see what everyone, I see beyond what everyone else sees. What everyone else sees, what my sisters see, what Wolverine yeah. sees is just this arrogant, cocky person. But what you are is like this, you're insecure. And you just want someone to kind of see you for who you are. And that's when she just kind of says that, like, she kind of recognizes him for who he is. And yeah. they have, like, this weird psychic kiss. Is that what you yeah. call, I would call it a psychic kiss. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, like, where they're, 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 like, she kind of, like, pushes her way into his head and then starts mm-hmm. making it, like, giving him a little kiss. But then also get, bring him up to date on, like, what she knows about how his death kind of played out. Because she hacked Healer's mind. And originally, when Healer was going over his body, it literally, see Healer, like, looking over Quentin's body that has no head. Like, it's literally a headless body. And and she's watching Healer, like, essentially, like, put away the corpse and, like, push it into the the green. And I guess I assume they have some sort of mutant body compost that they use all these... uh, these uh, pre-resurrected bodies for. It turns into a Krakoan granola bar for uh, Krakoa. Oh, great. Oh, jeez. Uh, he just eats that shit. 
but it's funny because in the midst of this, while, while she's trying to like do the psychic kiss and like bring him up to speed, she bites his lip and like kind of pulls it in like almost a painful looking way. But I think it's to get him to snap out of it, where yeah. she's just like, "You need to come back to reality with this. Like it wasn't you that killed or hurt those people." Yeah, and uh, she asks like, "What are, what is holding you back? If if something's holding you back, don't let it hold you back." Type of situation. So uh-huh. he's just so like, "All right, I guess I'll uh, unlock all the things that are hidden inside my mind and and or that I like hid that I hid away." And he literally, I guess, has a, a psychic key that he physically hides behind, and he pulls that shit out and he puts it in his eyeball. Yeah, and I it, like the, the <laughs> symbolism of like literally unlocking his memory. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very much for the reader, and like the visual aspect is for like just for show to kind of symbolize what's going through. But it's in practicality, this would never happen. He's just right? like, okay, I'm gonna go into my mind. All right, done. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so he unlocks his mind. Get it? The metaphor unlocking yes. his mind, um, <laughs> and, he and sees, all the things he forced himself to forget come back yeah and it's like his abandonment issues it seems from like him being a uh foster child or not a foster but a orphan orphan yeah that's the word um and how uh kids how kids treated him at school and how his real parents treated him and whatnot and uh yeah he cries it out for a second which is awesome it's like that psychics are awesome they could do therapy in like a millisecond yeah, it really dive into one's mind. It saves a lot of time. <laughs> and you don't have to track down any salvia, so that's great. No salvia, <laughs> no acid, no mushrooms. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, he cries it out for a second and uh, and shares a little bit of like his all of this with uh, Phoebe. And she thanks him. She's like, thanks for sharing type of situation. But do you know she wipes away his tear and then puts it in her mouth? Yeah, like wipes it off and then just sucks it off her finger, and I'm which like, that's make, a little gross. Yeah, which <laughs> makes me believe the bite is more sexual now than anything else. Yeah, she's just like appetizing him. Yeah, <laughs> Are you looking much. at him as an appetizer? Yeah. Um, uh, now yeah. let's let's talk about Ben's dogs, man. What are you putting on a Ben's dog? You going the works? You doing just the onions? What do you think of that weird like New York uh, onion sauce they put on on dogs? You think you would put that on your Ben's dog? I went to a Papaya King once that one time I was in New York and I just got the regular uh, like papaya dog and it had like a type of mustard on it with like what was kind of like onions so that might be or which was onion with onions and it, I think it had a little extra sauce on it which might be what you're talking about. Yeah, that's and I remember sauce. that shit being bomb. You liked it? it? You liked oh, it? This is weird. It it's really unique. Good. It's unique. It's different. For definitely sure. unique. That yeah. is definitely something I appreciated about it where I was like, I've never had anything like this. And I've had plenty of hot dogs. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, as they pass by Ben's, Ben's uh, dogs, um, I guess, do they do this? Or does this just kind of happen situation? The sodas just kind of pop open? I think it's supposed to uh, symbolize his erection <clears throat> joy, maybe, oh. or his happiness returning, like kind of like a, a playful side of him and being less emo. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. He he sucks for Ben though. All those sodas are ruined. Yeah, he fucked over Ben's dogs, man. And uh, so they keep talking, and as they uh, as they're talking, and as they're walking down the streets, and they fucked over Ben's Ben's dogs. The uh, piano falls, essentially, 
and uh, with no hesitation, um, he just kind of like psychically floats it above them and drops it as they walk by, which it makes yeah. a pretty big explosion for just being a crash. Like it's weird. I mean, that piano probably weighs a shit ton, and he probably hucked sure. it up in the air like nothing. But yeah, I, I was hoping it would have killed him because I thought that would have been such an ironic moment right? where he gets the <laughs> in his back and then just flattened with a fucking piano. <laughs> but no, he doesn't. He states out loud that he does not want to die no more, so he stops the piano and Phoebe reveals that there's a reason why they came to town and it's they're going to work on his image. Yeah, we're going to have a 90s montage makeover right now. It's going to be great. As they walk into the store, this, uh, I guess this... Uh, is this like a haberdashery? Yeah, it's like a shop, like a tailor shop. Taylor. Well, I mean, it's run by the number one tailor in the entire world. Jumbo Carnation. Motherfucking Jumbo <laughs> Carnation. Look at those thighs on Jumbo Carnation, man. Yeah, and he's already got three, because of his forearms, he's yeah. got three bottles of sparkling cider already on tap and ready to go. <laughs> yeah, he's ready. He's ready to do he's this. excited, because he hates that Kid Omega's uh, clothing style, is or his costume choice for his mutant persona is so muted and, and pedestrian as he would refer to it and <laughs> he's like we're gonna fucking make a brand new you today and then phoebe's like that's what we're doing we're here to change your looks to trying to get some motivation into you and bring you into the modern times bring them into the modern times indeed uh, so they 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 toast they they have a little bit of champagne and they get on it they get on it as they as he gets down uh, Jumbo Carnation starts to uh, strip him down and uh, measure, do his measuring, with all his forearms. It's kind of, kind of interesting. Um, and uh, pretty much Phoebe's just all like, you know, you look, you look like a, like a. I guess what does she say specifically? Like a, uh, what's the words? Uh, uh, high school? Did she say high school? Like a high school something? I forget. But she, which is weird, because he's just wearing like a, a hoodie and a t-shirt and pants. Which I don't know. That's fine. That seems fine, right? Uh, it seems kind of uncomfortable though for fighting crime. Like I would want like something more tactical. Yeah, like I can't imagine those skinny jeans are easy Oof. to to like climb in. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that, that's gonna be a little rough. Um, but yeah, we get this makeover. Um, we get a we get a little montage, right? We get some like uh, some leathery apocalypse look. We get this. Yeah, uh, it's like Mad Max style. Definitely. Mad Max. We get like a zentai yeah. a zentai suit, which is just, just too clingy. Then we get the uh, the cable, oh god the nineties cable package. <laughs> it's too pouchy. Too pouchy. It's great. Oh, it's great. <laughs> What is it, that huge canister in the middle, too? Like, it's ridiculous. Even the glasses are too much. Oh, man, it's insane. Uh, that is a lot. And then we get, uh, like, this glob-looking, like, thing. Yeah, that's what I thought as yeah. well. Just definitely glob, and he's like, too much pee-pee, which yeah. I don't know if... I think that means, like, he gets his penis too much, or if he's saying, like, there's literally too much pee floating, like, floating around in his suit or something. <laughs> <laughs> And then we get, like, this generic superhero one that looks like Gladiator, pretty much. He's, like, too Shi'ar on that one. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then yeah, this was terrible. The, oh, the last one. The Wolverine. The Wolverine. Oh, it's great. He even does the claws. Why did he even... I like to humor it. He humors it. Oh, my goodness. Too bad mentory. 
and, and, and those fins on the top, like the Wolverine mask fins, are massive. Huge, huge. He, Looks like he can fly with those things. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we come to the final suit, the one that's it, the one that even Jumbo Carnation gets a, a little aroused at, which is this very... Uh, matrix looking suit honestly yes very muted right yeah don't just black with all black suit with a very light i guess you would say pink or rose gold yeah. outline pink accent like maybe yeah. the boots the wrists the chest and the shoulders but it's the omega symbol on his chest and shoulders but still very light yeah and uh and he's wearing he's sporting like psychic glasses i guess and, uh, yeah, which that was the worst part of the suit. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks into the mirror, which I tell me what, how, how do you interpret this panel? Like, is he looking? So what happens is he hears a noise and they run out. But before they run out, is he seeing like, what is he seeing? Is he seeing like that, like weird version of himself on the beach that we saw earlier? Yes, the uh, no, 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 no. Uh, the one that he's been seeing in, like, say, that girl's mind. Oh, the the Cronenberg version. Yeah, it's he's seeing that all of a sudden for some reason. Okay. Because at first he looks to the mirror and it's himself, but then he sees the creepy Cronenberg version, and then you immediately hear Jumbo Carnation scream from the other room. Right. Um. So yeah, he screams. They drop their champagne, and they look There's out. Title. Their site is that what it, oh, yeah, children so, underage. Come on! All oh, right, right, right. The, the Disney property be be reason. Damn it! <laughs> um, they run out to see Jumbo, and uh, essentially he's he's all aggro. He's all like, "My measuring tape and my shears are gonna fuck you up." Yeah, he's gonna grow wrist wire some measuring tape into the, into these two, and he's got his shears ready to to chop up some flesh. And he's know, pissed, but he looks like he's under uh, psychic control because his eyes are glowing. Uh, pink. Yeah, he's definitely in the same uh, way uh, uh, Omega's powers work. Yeah, exactly. He's definitely under control. And look at how much of a like he looks like a luchador in this kind of just the way he his that kind belt. Of belt. Yeah, that's it's really his belt that makes it look like a luchador. It's funny, but it seems like they're controlled. And what we get at we get a half panel, right? We get a uh, jumbo carnation on the other side, and in the in the right side of him we get Zeno. we cut to Zeno, and the and leader of Zeno, that weird peacock tattooed motherfucker yes and he's just like soon he's just saying he's doing that soon type of thing where it's like you're getting stronger and soon you'll be ready for what's next type of situation and he's looking at some sort of containment pod that has a bunch of cables and wires going in it and in the background you see a bunch of body parts and limbs and mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. and they've been building on this for a while now this is stuff they've been foreshadowing that Zeno has been taking blood samples and DNA samples and body parts from the scenes that X-Force goes to yeah. so they can then in return make their weird Cronenberg army. So it's like those people aren't remembering like fucked up versions of what happened. Those people were legitimately remembering what happened. Like a bunch of creepy Cronenberg Xeno knockoff clones of X-Force ha had attacked that cruise ship. I mean, that's as much as you can deduct from all of this right here. There's, that's exactly. pretty much what they put in your face with this final scene. Exactly. And that's why Kid Omega's innocent, and he's just been fucking self-defeating himself with this, like, worry, because literally there's someone out there framing him. 
Yep, yep. Framingham, Domino, and Wolverine, it seems like. Uh, and Colossus. And Colossus, oh yeah. I can't he forget Colossus. Oh yeah, I was my eyes out. Brutal, right? Fuck. Like, fuck. Just two metal thumbs, like, into your fucking brain. Ooh, <laughs> vicious, yeah. Um, and remember uh, the last Wolverine where we got the uh, Maverick and the... Uh, the kind of the uh, what was that the auction right remember he dropped a napkin and uh, someone yeah. assuming this guy picked it up so we definitely he yeah. definitely has he was, he was at the auction and then he disappeared yeah yeah so DNA man don't don't just throw your DNA away man I guess we're gonna need like a DNA uh, disposal unit soon once DNA is readily available for manipulation and testing because that's coming humans yeah. at a consumer level will be able to do that very soon i just want to live in a society where the first openly cloned president can be elected i just feel like we it's time we need to come out of the past and accept this world we live in get with the times people be better I think your two <laughs> I think your two cent titanium tax does not go far enough. Well I think your two cent titanium tax goes adequate or something like that. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I love that. Or or like it features like well, I disagree with my candidate or but with my uh competitor, but only ever so slightly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. But um <laughs> that's where this issue ends what's going to happen it seems like we're gonna get a kid omega redemption arc of some sort um who knows he's been killing it in in x-force i love how this issue really kind of brought him into the totality of what we're hoping kid omega could evolve into the the character progression has been lacking in some other issues with other people in some of the non x-force or wolverine or Mm -hmm. even the x-men issues but in this it's like it's been such a fun ride seeing Kid Omega actually grow into yeah. his own. Where normally he's like a, a anti-hero where you're like, eh, I don't know about this dude. Like, I don't know if I feel him. I don't know if I could, you know, reach in there and say, like, I want him to win or grow. Now it's like, yeah, I, I root for Kid Omega. I do legitimately want to see where he goes with this. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious. I'm excited to see where he goes. I'm sh- I want to see Kid Omega fight... Uh, a Cronenberg version that is like Kid Omega, Domino, and Wolverine, like a like a man bear pig version of them, all three of them together, and that's the the final boss for him to grow grow and become a better person. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like how the cover too. He says like I died a hundred times and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Yep, I like that. I want that T-shirt. And that wouldn't that be? That's actually a good segue though, isn't this like our hundredth recording? Oh. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, I, I, I almost forgot about that. This is the 100th episode, Danny. I almost forgot. Congratulations. We've made it to 100 I thought it was episodes. perfect that the shirt like, like lined it up. I was just like, oh, he died 100 times. We recorded 100 episodes. We have an episode for every Kid Omega death. <laughs> That's great. Uh, uh, did you learn anything in these last 100 episodes, Danny? I, I learned that there's still a chance for the X-Men issues to be good, but there's also just enough force behind it for them to be terrible in the same way. It feels like 
the good that I enjoyed 10 years ago versus the terrible that has stricken the last decade are both in a constant struggle to put their narrative out and message in comic book style out into the market. And though that's better than just saying like the negative one taking carte blanche, I still feel that it weighs down the good stuff. Like these issues of X-Force and uh, Wolverine and some of the X-Men ones and some of the New Mutant ones are great, but they'd be phenomenal if they weren't mired in the darkness of the other issues. Like if Hickman wrote all of New Mutants, it'd be great. But then like half of them were like Brisson and you're just like, oh, I don't want to read any of this. Like this yeah. the B-team shit is wasted. Nebraska shit is terrible. Nebraska stuff. The whole like social media thing that was all, oh. all garbage with new mutants. Yeah, yeah, it's like we gotta take down this blogosphere, and it's just like, dude, there's actual criminal organizations. They're doing the same thing. Like, take them down. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I feel like the whole new mutants thing feels like they're trying to make them young, but they're not young. It's almost like the X Men movies, where it's just like, what are you doing? You're forcing these like young people to be old people but it's the opposite in this new mutants they're like they're they're trying to grow but you're making them teenagers still i don't get it remember remember beast in the last x-men movie is technically 50 years 50 50 50 years old phoenix is it that whatever his name is the actor plays him yeah uh nicholas yeah that guy nicholas holt was playing. He's like, he's like thirty seven or something, and he's playing a fifty year old. <laughs> and they didn't even gray up his hair. Or nothing. Anything. They nothing. They did nothing. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like they put a little bit into it, like some dye even, or give him a few like you know crow's feet. But no, they said fuck it. We don't have time for this. Here's yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> like, oh, mutant and proud. Uh, franchise. Uh, <laughs> uh, womp. Womp. But yes, 100 issues, that'll do it for X-Force, and hopefully we'll keep making more of these. Um, they haven't pushed us off yet. They had a few close calls. Like, yeah. We had to abandon yeah. Fallen Angels. We had to abandon Excalibur. But I mean, there's still hope. There is still hope, folks. Um, let us know if you're still hopeful in the X-Men. I hope so, if you're listening to this. Um, but that'll do it for us this week remember remember the robots are going to kill you so um don't get steamrolled don't get literally steamrolled or metaphorically steamrolled like kid omega yeah yeah they're both a little and metaphorical avoid them both and void 